Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. If you want to receive weekly inspirational texts to keep you focused and vibing high, text expect good things to 833-204-0009 to sign up now. Welcome to today's episode of the Create Your Fate podcast. Y'all are in for a treat with my podcast guest today, Deborah. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. So happy to be here. Yes, and if you have read the title of today's episode, um, just get ready because um, Deborah and I, we are part of the same BNI group. You are actually the BNI president. Yes, and uh, just such a role model, uh, not just for women, but for me as a woman. And so, just to give a little backstory on you, you are a senior attorney and the shareholder at Carney McWilliams in Davis. Yes, which is a business law firm. Do everything. What's give us a little rundown. Well, yeah, well, we're a pretty sizable firm. We're mm-hmm. 70 plus lawyers. Amazing. And we're in five locations. Right here in Houston is our main location. Mm-hmm. We're in Denver, uh, Wyoming, San Antonio, Dallas. And we are a group of oil and gas attorneys, uh, some of the uh, most amazing, smartest oil and gas attorneys around. And we also do wills, states, probate, uh, that sort of thing. We also have a huge intellectual property division. So mm-hmm. I might set up your business or handle your business problem, and then I pass that off to somebody else who can make sure that your logos and your trademarks are all taken care of. So, all yes, things. we've got a lot going on. Yes, and I know a lot of business owners um, listen to this podcast, so definitely stay tuned and, and connect with Deborah whenever we get her um, all of her handles and LinkedIn and all that. And you've been doing this for over 20 years. 20 years. Yes. Graduated from LSU Law School. Wait, go Tigers. Yes, go Tigers. <laughs> even, though, <laughs> even though we lost the game in the last second the other night, I'm still oh, darn. broken Who, hearted. Play? Uh, Florida State University. And we came back with one second on the clock. Classic LSU. And <laughs> the extra point was blocked. Oh, no. And that doesn't happen very often. No. You require some blocking, uh, making sure you're in the right spot for yeah. blocking on the inside. So, so yeah. y'all are kind of hyped up thinking, oh, wait, hey, we got this. We're going to win. And then. Well, we thought we were going into overtime. Somebody yeah. hit the Buffalo Wild Wings button <laughs> and we were going into overtime. And yeah. then suddenly we're standing there shocked. Oh, but no. C'est la vie. It's college football. Right. There's That was the first game. So there's a couple more of the season. I haven't watched football in a long time. I love it. But I only have time for four football games on the weekend. That's it. Just And just LSU. <laughs> no, That's no, your no. number one team. But well, <laughs> LSU is my number one team, but I definitely watch all SEC. Yes, mm-hmm. we are the best conference. Okay. Honestly, I do think that. I'm from Pennsylvania, and we didn't you know, play much. I don't even think they play at all. Any teams? I'm not really sure. But um, the SEC football game, it just hits different. It's on a different level. It is. I agree. I agree with you. It is. So you're you're a lawyer. You love football. What else? Well, I, I have a lot going on. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely enjoy mentoring at mm-hmm. our firm. Mm-hmm. I have lots of opportunities for that. Um, I'm also a business made simple, 
Donald Miller, who's mm-hmm. in the house, <laughs> certified business coach. So I saw this like massive need for my business clients. Yeah. They would come to me with this problem and they need a solution, right? Mm-hmm. They need a legal solution. Right. They need legal documents, but they also need good, solid business advice. So it doesn't happen again. Right. <laughs> Let's gain some wisdom from what just happened. Yeah. So you're not like you're you don't just fix people's problems. You're like, hey, let's make sure this doesn't happen again. <laughs> sure. And and you know, one of the most common mistakes I see mm-hmm. is clients they say, Oh, I'm gonna get a lawyer later down the road. Let's get this business going. Mm-hmm. Me and my buddy, we've been friends for years. Let's go oh, into yeah. this 50-50. Well, there's a problem with 50-50. You know what that is, Meg, right? That's lose-lose, right? You can't break a tie. (laughs) Yeah. So what happens at the end of the year when the big machine goes out and your buddy says, no, 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 I'm going to Colorado. I got my trip planned. And you say, no, 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 we've got to spend $30,000 on this piece of equipment. Yeah. Someone has to make those hard decisions. So what I'd like to do is bring those partners in at the the front end and say, okay, who's going to run the finances and who's going to do the marketing? Yeah. Who's the early guy? Who's... The coming in at Get 11 some o'clock. structure and some systems. <laughs> right. And start a conversation. Let's talk about your goals. Where mm-hmm. do you see yourself in the next year, two years, five years? Mm-hmm. When do you want to retire? Let's get an ed- exit strategy in place right now. Before you even enter. Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you need to be able to come to me and say, hey, Deborah, we're ready to, to part ways. Let's execute on section eight of this operating agreement so we can make that happen. You've mm-hmm. already got a roadmap right. for that. Right. Because it's emotional because most business owners, it's their baby, right? Or one of them. And it can get emotional, especially with another person and, you know, disagreements and towards the end there. And even at the beginning, but it's just nice to have some type of guideline to eliminate, like, hey, here's the process so you don't have to get so personal and emotional. Right. A business divorce can be very ugly and very costly. Mm -hmm. And what I compare it to is when you don't have your documents set up at the beginning, it's it's a an oil change versus a transmission change. That yeah. oil change at the beginning, yeah, you spend a little money on your lawyer. Yeah. Make sure you have everything structured the right way. Or later down the road when you haven't been getting that oil changed mm-hmm. in a long, long time, bam, that, that transmission is pretty darn expensive. Yeah. And yeah. litigation, I try to keep my clients out of litigation because it is so tremendously expensive. Mm-hmm. And people come in with expectations. Yeah, I just want to go get them. And then they get that first legal bill and they're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> it cost me this much, <laughs> this much. And so, you know, keeping them out of litigation is is really important. Yeah. And that means you do a lot of the work, right? And I mean, with 20 years of experience, it sounds like you've you've um, maybe seen the oil change get passed over a couple times or two, you know, and you've you've been there, that person to when it does kind of just blow up. Oh, yeah. So many stories. Um, one of the, the worst ones is when someone buys a business mm-hmm. and they don't have it properly vetted. And then suddenly they don't even realize that the contracts that they bought in the business, you can't even assign them. And then the guy you bought the contracts from, he goes and steals all the clients back. And then suddenly you're, <laughs> you're three- like, I just have a building. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I just have a name. Thank you. I just spent one point two million dollars for a name. Yeah. And and those are exactly the real life scenarios that I can prevent on the front end. I can't believe people do that without a lawyer. 
Oh, uh, yeah. That particular instance, the the person spent about $250 on a lawyer. And you know what? Dollars, just $250? $250, right? Oh. And you know what they say, make you get what you pay for. Yeah. It's like a scratch off, like, where, oh, I got a lawyer in this one. <laughs> uh, you know what? We do give awards in the office for bad lawyers when we see some stuff. Oh, no. We have a wall of shame going yeah. on. So, yeah, I've definitely seen it all. Um, I've had lots. Lots of great experiences yeah. uh, with lawyers. Um, I will say this. I know your your episode today is talking about being a boss babe. Mm-hmm. You know, when I started out 20 years ago, man, it was tough. I had to just stand up for myself. Yeah. And I I, I just thank the good Lord that he gave me five foot ten inches. <laughs> yeah. And heels. Right. <laughs> because, you know, I had to kind of get up into some people's personal space and say, yeah. that's not happening today, counselor. Right. But today, 20 years later, I can I can really say that I have just some of the most amazing colleagues, mm-hmm. most professional relationships, most of the time, right? Mm-hmm. Every now and then you have to uh, show them who's boss, right? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you know, from my business partners to opposing counsels to some of the judges that I deal with, mm-hmm. just amazing men. And, and I really want to just... Yeah, let's shout them out. Let's let's shout out the good guys, you know? I and I, I And I really think that's, you know, not happening in society today. Mm-hmm. I think... Women, you know, we don't need to step on men to get ahead. We really mm-hmm. don't. We can just be our amazing self, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And honor the amazing men in, in our lives. For me, I've been married for 23 years. Med, amazing. Right? Congratulations. Right. And I absolutely adore my husband. He's, He's wonderful. Thank you. I met him a couple times at BNI. Yes. Hey, He's Jim great. Crane. I love you so much. And thanks for subbing for me that one time. Yes. <laughs> He's 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 amazing. And my pastor and my pastor's yeah. dad and my business partners, John Davis and Matt McWilliams mm-hmm. and Scott Carney amazing men Mm -hmm. and I'm so thankful that God put all those people in my life yeah I mean that's amazing and I think it's a good point of you know being a a boss babe in a man's world or a male-dominated industry it's not good guy and bad guy right and as is everything else about self right it comes back to self it's not um it's not this like I'm against men or you know, I'm I'm only this empowered female because I am overcoming or trying to step on a man who I thought was in my way. It comes back to self, right? Absolutely. When we, we talk about mindset, if you mm-hmm. have the right perspective of yeah. yourself, right? Yeah, right. My, my opinion is not too high or it's not too low of myself. I don't have to look at somebody else as a threat. Mm-hmm. I, I know that I'm amazing just the way I am. And if you don't believe that about yourself, please... Mm-hmm. Start thinking those positive thoughts because that's how I set my day every single day. And when I have the right mindset about me Mm -hmm. and I am intentional about the way I speak to other people, right, Mm -hmm. that makes a big difference. And so people ask me, Deborah, have you been married for 23 years? And And I tell them. One of the things that I do is I speak words of life mm-hmm. over my husband. You are amazing. You are strong. Yeah. You are handsome. You are so smart. And and when I speak those words of life, those words become a reality, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Oh, I believe in that a thousand percent. You know, uh, your thoughts and become your words and then your words do become your reality. So being very careful about what you not only think about yourself or other people. 
right? But also saying them, right? So take it, you know, if you have this verbiage um, that I have to overcome the, the male-dominated industry or world, or I have, I'm against this, or this is good and this is bad. If you are thinking these things and speaking them, that will become your reality. You can actually make it harder on yourself as a boss babe in a male-dominated industry because you have that perception. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just walk into the room and I'm going to smile mm-hmm. because I feel like – you know, this is my room. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I, let's let's be happy. Let's let's make something amazing happen right now. Yeah. I don't walk into a room and see the men as someone who's going to challenge or oppose me. Mm-hmm. I walk up and shake their hand and mm-hmm. let them know I'm. I feel good about me. Yeah. And I can feel good about you. Mm-hmm. The men in our office. I try to be very intentional and praiseworthy of them. Thank you so much for this project you did for me. And wow, uh, Bradley, you're so brilliant and introducing them to my clients that way. Mm-hmm. Because actually, what some people try to do, they, they look at them, look at me, I'm so w- amazing. No, 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 no. Point to the other people that work with and for you and mm-hmm. say, look at this person right here. They work with me and they did an amazing job on your project. Because you know what the client's going to think then, Meg? They're going to think, wow, Deborah's really smart. She works around smart people. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to go, look at me, look what mm-hmm. I did. I'm the best. Clearly, I'm the best. Yeah. Right. And and when I heard Donald Miller speak for the first time, you know, every now and then you have that aha moment, that mm-hmm. light bulb that just goes bright, just, <laughs> wow, uh, Yeah. say that again, <laughs> stop right there. Right. And this was like November, pre-COVID, and somebody invited me to this thingy on a Friday night. I don't know what this guy is. Exactly. I'm tired. It's cold. Why did I say yes? (laughs) Why did I say yes? Exactly. And then Donald Miller's whole philosophy is you make your clients successful. You're the guide. Okay. Mm -hmm. Every story has four components to it. You've got a hero. You've got a guide. Mm -hmm. You've got a villain. And you've got a victim. Oh, my goodness. Can we be the victim sometimes, Meg? Yes, I think um, some. I see. I, I have a whole. That's a whole other podcast. Right. You know? We don't have time for that one today. Yeah, right. And oh my God, we can be the villain sometimes too, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so when he said, when you make your clients the hero of mm-hmm. your story mm-hmm. and you are the guide, I, w- I felt like, wow. This amazing light just went off. Mm -hmm. This is why some of the words and the actions that I take make me successful. Mm -hmm. I I didn't realize that I didn't put two and two together. You know, that, and I was thinking about, one of my assistants, I have I have two amazing assistants. One is Samantha. Mm-hmm. She's like a rainbow, okay? <laughs> She's that person that you, you could just bottle her up and sell yeah. her. She's like sunshine. And then I've got Shannon. Shannon is also amazing, but she's like where the bodies are buried, I will find them. Okay? Yes, right. A little bit different than the rainbow. <laughs> right. She's very different. There's a, than- there's a good word for that. I can't, I can't like... Picture it, but 
Yeah. 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 She 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 teases us on Twitter. She she calls us the oversized children in suits. And I mean, that's so funny. (laughs) Right. I mean, we have to own it sometimes. Yeah. I mean, we're we're all family. And I just love that. But but, you know, Shannon uh, and Sam bring their own unique gifts and talents to the table. Samantha tells me one time, I said, I'm surprised that person called me back. She said, oh, I'm not. And I said, well, why is that? She said, because you make everyone feel important. I said, wait, what? What do I do? (laughs) She said, yeah. I said, how do I do that? And she began to describe Mm -hmm. the words and the actions that I said. And I didn't even know I was doing it. Yeah, exactly. But here's the thing is. That is so important, and you see the effect of that, and that can also happen the opposite way too. Oh, absolutely! You know? And so that is so awesome that you didn't even—it was so ingrained in you, and it became like an unconscious thing because you're like, no, this is just part of me. I listen to all these affirmations. I listen to this, and I do want to go through like your routine of how you develop that mindset, but it becomes a part of you. You know, and then you can spread that joy and that light to other people. Oh, you know? absolutely. You know, so so I, I, I'll start with some things in the past first. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I was I, I say I was breastfed on sales. Both of my parents were in sales. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was amazing. Having yeah. two sales parents because they're just they're just radiating mm-hmm. this kind of influencer personality. Mm-hmm. Right. And my mother used to listen to Zig Ziglar. Megan, I'm not sure you're old enough to know um, who that is. I know. I do know. <laughs> I can't say I've actually ever listened to, but I know. Well, no, I, I've he's got some books and stuff. And books? I've, I've at least like read some like excerpts and stuff. I don't know if I've read cover to cover. Right. You know. Well, well, back then it was those cassette. You know, you mm-hmm. remember he pushed those things in the car. You may have, you maybe seen. Oh one. no, no. I know. I'm much older than I look, but I did have cassettes, you know. (laughs) Right. Well, anyway, so that positivity was always going on in the car. Yeah. And so it was so ingrained in us to think that way. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you a great example. My brother is at the doctor with my mom. And of course, he'd been listening to Zig Ziglar for years. Mm -hmm. And the doctor comes in and he's scrolling through the, the sheets of paper and he says, okay, this, okay, that. And then he reads off my brother's blood type. He says, okay, and you're O negative. And my brother immediately jumps off the table. <laughs> he says, I'm not negative. I'm, I'm positive. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's like, calm down, calm down. Right, because because when, when that becomes your mindset yeah. DNA, mm. not even the words of a trained physician Mm-hmm. can move you from that perspective. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want on a daily basis for your mindset because the world has got some woo, challenges. Yeah. So take some, take, if you were giving advice to you 20 years ago, and, and I'm sure a lot of listeners are in that place, maybe it's not law, but it's, you know, starting with something new, right? It's to, really, if you want to be a, a boss babe in any type of world, it's, you, it starts with yourself. Absolutely. You know? Oh my gosh. It's like your mindset, develop what you want because, you know, just like um, how you are such an influencer of positivity because you, you know, I, the phrase that's coming to mind is garbage in, garbage out, you know? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's like if you're not very careful about what goes into your mind, then it's going to come out in a very unpleasant way for you, you know? So making sure that you are jam packing your mind full of positive 
whatever, right? So what do you listen to or, or read or what works for you? Sure. And I try to be very intentional mm-hmm. about that because yep. if you're filling your mind, like you said, with negative news, negative agendas, negative, negative, negative mm-hmm. TV shows that really don't have any core values to yes. them, right? Yeah. And, and whatever you're putting in your mind, if they don't align with your core values, how do you think that your core values aren't going to be aligned? Right. And then your energy gets all confused. And then it's like, well, then when you are confused, where you're not like, these are my values, I'm aligning with them. And it's very straightforward. When you have confused energy, that's when you are susceptible to, oh, well, maybe I'm I'm not like confident in this area. Or maybe, and you start to look outward. Oh, well, this person did this and this person's better this way or you know, you start comparing yourself to other people when your internal energy is confused. Oh, and comparison yeah. is the worst. And we women, we're just mm. terrible at that, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we need to accept ourselves and love ourselves just the way we are, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says, as a man thinks, so is he, right? Mm-hmm. So I start out my day. I've got that long drive from Sienna Plantation to Law <laughs> Drive, yeah. right? Which if you're not <laughs> in Houston, it's like, it's still... Houston, right? <laughs> but Houston's so big, right? Like it's crazy. You drive an hour and you're still you're where? Still in Houston. You're, you're still in Houston. You're not even to the one side of the city yet. It's crazy. Whether you're going north, south, east, west, doesn't matter. Um, or along the loops. You know, we have three wonderful loops. But yeah, so your drive is what an hour? About, about an hour <laughs> depends on what happens when you get to 45, right? I, don't, I can't talk about 45. It's too soon. I, I, I was yeah. just on it the other yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so. So I have I can I have a choice in that 45 minute drive, mm-hmm. right? I can be intentional before I get to work mm-hmm. to say I'm going to fill my mind with the right things. So I try not to take any client calls or mm-hmm. stuff, you know. Yeah, focus your mind and put uh, I first I listen to the Bible for a certain amount of time in the morning. Then I choose another type of podcast. I listen to different apologists, which mm-hmm. are defenders of Christian faith. Mm-hmm. And I like to savor that intellectual stew going on. And what, is, what did they mean by that? And what mm-hmm. was happening in that time period? And, and it's really a good mind shift for the day. Right. Then I might listen to another type of podcast, the Business Made Simple podcast, John Bevere podcast. Mm-hmm. something just to kind of refresh me, yeah. recharge me. So renewing, refreshing, recharging, motivating, inspiration, Absolutely. not garbage. Right. Because you don't want to show up at the beginning of the day with garbage. Right. You know, garbage in, garbage out. And you do not want to show up on the first minute of the day with garbage ready to come out, you know? Oh, absolutely. Because people are watching. Mm-hmm. And learning and observing and, and absorbing. Yeah. And, and you're a leader. And, and, you know, you're you're a leader every single day that you choose to be a leader. Mm-hmm. And and look, sometimes you can lead by good example and sometimes you can lead by bad example. And I've done right. that, too. I've certainly you know done what? that. I, you've used the word intentional a couple of times, which I love, because if it's not intentional, it's accidental. Right. Right. And so if you're not intentional about your positive growth mindset, starting your day out with whatever it is, um, podcasts, reading, um, anything that makes, you know, that is growing you and inspiring you and motivating you and and refreshing. And I think the word was renewing. um, If you're not intentional about that, then what are you going to accidentally 
you know, spill out to your, to whoever you see that day. Exactly. What habits are going to be developed, Mm -hmm. you know, and if you want to change bad habits, there's only one way to do that, Meg. It's got to, you got to replace them with some good ones, right? Yes. Yeah. So if we have to be aware first of you having bad habits. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, there's that, you know, and <laughs> there's I, that part too. I think that's kind of lacking in today's society too. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you mentioned comparison because it's not just downward comparison of, oh, I'm better than that person, you know, and, and I think you're right. Just go kind of looping in the boss, babe theme here it's like hey if you want to be a boss babe be a leader boss babe you know that's emphasis on the boss but bring up and other boss babes right don't let's not tear each other down let's just start there you know yes i could preach on that one all day Mm -hmm. long because here's the thing if if we're talking about oh boss babe in a man's world let's just talk about the women in the man's world like all of us women can we can we at least start there like let's start with self always everything always comes back to self but let's let's bring up other people with us, you know? Yes, yes, absolutely. You know, John Bevere says he asks this really gut-kicking question. What is the good and godly intentional motivation behind what it is you're about to do? Ouch. Mm-hmm. So if Again, we, intention. <laughs> intention. If our motivation is to tear down another woman. Mm-hmm. What are we really doing to ourselves? Yeah, right. But if our motivation, just tell them something nice. And this is my challenge for every lovely, amazing lady listening today. Mm-hmm. I want you to say something nice, compliment another woman in your life mm-hmm. every single day, yeah. every day. Start start there. That's a great place to start because how many times... Even in our minds, do you just walk by and you're just filled with judgment, you know, and and judgment is one of the biggest um, blocks in in regards to um, negative energy and positive energy. It's it's um, and it's totally unnecessary. But I find uh, and this is not boss babe energy that if you are really judging other people and spending a lot of your time doing that, that tells me if you're not giving grace for other people, then you're not giving grace for yourself. Oh, absolutely. So start with yourself. Maybe you start by saying something nice about yourself and then some other woman. Yeah, you know? and you could just say something just so simple. Oh, Meg, you have such beautiful skin, which you do, by the way. You oh, thank you. I have fabulous Fabulous. She is gorgeous here. Um, and you can just say that. And, and what happens? A woman... Immediately smiles, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's make women smile, right? Yes. And, and 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 look, and then I'm gonna fuss it, ladies, for this other one. No self-deprecation. Mm-hmm. If someone gives you a compliment, just say thank you. Yes. Oh my gosh. You know that is, and I actually even kind of just did it right there. It was a joke, but I was like, oh, I have a great facialist. But I, you know, it's so hard for us to even just say thank you. Thank you. Right. Powerful but words. Th- yeah. That, those are boss babe words. They are. Thank you. Thank exactly. you. I know. Thank Deborah, you. Deborah, you look stunning today. And Thank I like you. how your shirt just pulls the whole look together. Thank you have you. this beautiful blonde hair. I could never be blonde, but I, I don't think it would work for me. But you, just oh, exquisite. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I really do. And, and I love complimenting women. I think that... Uh, I think it's part of my personal mission to build up other 
women. Yes. So, because we've done enough. We've done a fantastic job, ladies, of tearing each other down. Mm -hmm. And I am really thankful for all the amazing ladies in my life. Can I give a shout out to my mother? Yes. My mother was the one always having us sit and listen to those Zig Ziglar tapes. Yeah, yeah. And she was just a phenomenal salesperson. She still is. She's 78 years old and still working. Okay. <laughs> she can't take those sales away from her. She's like, no, I got it. <laughs> so so my mother at 78, call her on the phone right now. We could call her. Mom, what's your sales goal this month? She worked at a funeral home. And she'll tell you, oh, I'm going to try to hit $150,000 for this month. I mean, my 78-year-old mother <laughs> is trying to hit over 100000 What are you doing? Right. right. Exactly. And she's like, I'm going to do it, too. And she's, she's, like, determined to do it, too, I'm sure. Oh, she is. She's, she, is, she is definitely my number one mentor mm -hmm. in life in terms of the original boss babe in my life. Yeah. And looking up to her, watching her work so hard mm -hmm. over the years and taking care of us four kids. Yeah. Ratchet kids. Ratchet Wait, where brothers. Where are you in the lineup? I'm the baby. You're the baby. I have three ah. older brothers. <laughs> yes. Okay. Got it. Got it. And two of them were absolutely rotten. I'm just going <laughs> to shame them on this podcast. <laughs> Had a standing bet to see which you, one. Would you like to name them? <laughs> Mark and Norman. You know who you are. Um, would make me cry on a daily basis and had a bet. And so that's why when lawyers try to bother me now, You're I'm like, like you ain't got nothing on Mark and Norman. That was training. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you See, now we can be thankful for them because they, they <laughs> trained you on how to be tough, you know, and stand up for yourself. Well, absolutely. And I think that's another important part of mindset is mm -hmm. I start every day with thankfulness. I could look mm -hmm. at the past and go, oh, this happened to me. <laughs> that happened to me. Yeah. Or I could just be thankful that I had brothers who made me tough. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I'm thankful for a dad who was a Marine who made me tough as nails. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He also would kind of, you know, let me re remind me how important it was, like you said before, not have an over opinion of yourself. You know, mm -hmm. just because you're a lawyer, don't you don't think that anybody cares about that. <laughs> he, he kept you humble. <laughs> he absolutely did. He 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 would say, don't let other he said he would say, don't brag on yourself. Let other people brag on you. Mm -hmm. But he came to me once I argued before the Court of Appeals in Louisiana. And it was one of the only times he walked out of that court hearing. and He said, hey. I'm really proud of you. And the weekend before he passed away, we were at my old high school, John Curtis Christian School football game, and he was sitting right in front of me. And I could just hear him talking about me. And and he was like, oh, you know, blah, 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 talking about laws and stuff. And, and I heard him point to the lady next to me or next to him and say, see right there? That's my daughter. Aww. She's a lawyer. Aww. And in his voice, I heard just that he was dripping yeah. with pride. And those are some of the last words I spoke. I heard him speak over me. Mm -hmm. And that Sunday he passed away. Wow. And I'm so thankful for that moment. I can mm -hmm. look at that moment and go, oh, I wish I had more time with my dad. Mm -hmm. And I do. But I'm thankful that I was present in his life and he was present in my life. Yeah. And I wake up, wake up every day and I say, you know, thank you, God, for today, another day to do whatever it is you've called me to do. And I'm just so incredibly thankful, Meg. Mm -hmm.
Yeah, gratitude is, oh my gosh, because it can be hard. And thank you for sharing that story. That's extremely touching. And I'm so glad that you were able to hear that, you know? Right. And those are things that you'll never forget, you right. know? And, and I love that. Um, now, he, he would challenge me. He'd, he'd, he'd tell me, he'd say, now, when you go in that courtroom, you put your pants on one leg at a time. And don't you let anybody show you up in that courtroom. You go in there and you do your thing. The pep talk. So that's another part of it. huh? Oh, absolutely. And he was great about that. And, you know, um, from that, I developed one of my mottos. You can be the best or you can beat the best. Mm -hmm. When I was first out of law school, I had a big trial against a lawyer by the name of Johnny DeGravels, and I cannot give him anything except mad props. What an amazing lawyer he is. Mm -hmm. He's a federal court judge now in Louisiana. Yeah. And so Johnny had only, I think, lost like one trial in 20 years, and here I have to face him, right? right. And how, how, this is right when you got out? Oh, my goodness. Maybe two years out of yeah. law school. That's scary. It was very scary. <laughs> And and I thought to myself, you know, if I go down, I'm going down in a blaze of glory, honey, because <laughs> I know Johnny's good and I'm going to have to fight to win. Yeah. And so you did everything. You did the pep talk. You did. You know, you went in with this intentional mindset. Right. And you you showed up already. Hey, I'm a boss, babe, just as me, because I have done the work to to get my mindset ready for this. Absolutely. It's a battle. It's a mm -hmm. it's it's absolute war when you walk into a courtroom. Gloves mm -hmm. are off. Mm -hmm. Anything can happen. Witnesses go wild. You know, it is not what they look what you see on the courtroom. That is that's mild compared yeah. to some of my stories. Oh my right? Gosh. Yes. I'm sure you have plenty in here, but you're definitely willing to hear some if you want to share. Oh, well, in the middle of that trial, and you know it was uh it was it, you know how in life we see a shift, right? And I could say those first couple of days in that jury trial um, that I was, I felt like I was losing, right? Mm -hmm. I'm getting my tail kicked over here by Johnny, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and we put this witness on the stand and lawyers have a rule. Never ask a witness something you don't already know the answer to. That's like an internal, like... It's a lawyer rule. It's, it's kind of like, thing. yeah, it's a thing. Like, it's not an actual, you can't do it in court, but it's kind of like everyone knows. Like, don't, that's kind of like... That'd be shooting yourself in the foot. Because you never know what the witness is going to say, right? Because like you said, they're going crazy. They, they, they can put a witness <laughs> on the witness stand and leave, leave them without a leash and they will just <laughs> go, baby. <laughs> and so this, this particular case was about a road defect case mm -hmm. and about reshaping the uh, asphalt plane on the side of the road. They call it wrap. And it has to be at a particular slope, right? And so Johnny comes out with his little level and he's asking this road uh, guy, this Department of Transportation guy, had worked on roads for thirty years, right? He's and he's holding the prop up, kind of waving it around the jury, and he says, "You could have every mile or so just checked that slope and made sure that it was at the right angle. Couldn't you have done that?" And that old road guy just leaned forward and he looked at him. And he said, "Let me tell you something." He said. We don't use no carpenter's tools. We're building roads out there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the jury just Exploded. erupted in laughter. <laughs> Absolutely erupted in laughter. Oh, my so, gosh. That is hilarious. <laughs> and, you know, it was it was awesome. And at that moment in time, I just reminded myself, mm -hmm. you got this. 
you know, sometimes you got to encourage yourself, Meg. Yeah. Yeah. All day sometimes. The, the words you say to yourself are so important and imperative to your outcome. Yes. You know? Or even, even how you go into something, you know? Yes. So, so get a note card and write some mm. intentional words. Yes. I love a good post-it note. <laughs> on your mirror. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have to see it. Yeah. Write some additional words and put them by your bedside table. Mm-hmm. Here's some really good ones. This is, these are words that my husband speaks over me frequently. He says, hey, you know, it's okay to forgive yourself. Mm. Oh, that's such a big one. Ouch. Yes. Yeah. But I grace don't... for self, grace for others, you know? <laughs> it's e- actually easier for me to forgive other people. Mm-hmm. I had a little forgiveness on. Yeah. I forgive them, I forgive them, I forgive them, I forgive them. Because let me tell you something. Catchy. I've done, right? <laughs> singing is not my thing. <laughs> you know, I had this role, like, it was like, no singing on the podcast. Right. But every time a guest comes on, somebody ends up singing. And it's like, now it's a thing. And thanks. You didn't even know that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> because, you know, what unforgiveness does is it it just just puts inside of you the most brutal toxicity Mm -hmm. that you can have, like seeds that are just dug deep and Mm -hmm. watered hard. And every time you repeat that thing, that offense, you're breathing life Mm -hmm. back into it, giving it more power than it deserves. As as time goes on, that's so true. And non-forgiveness is another huge block. One of the, like, I have like seven, seven, big blocks um, that I coach on and and non-forgiveness is a huge one because it 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 festers you know and it it creates it's like a root and you can't always see it right but things stem from it and you you see you know the residual you know action and you try and put a band-aid on that but it's like you got to go down to the root because it's always going to be there. Forgiveness of self. And and here's the thing is, this is kind of an example of the Band-Aid. If I, if I am extremely judgmental of other people and I'm getting uh, comparing and uh, coming after this person for this and this person for this and everything is shifting externally, right? Going back to victimizing yourself. Um, that tells me where, yeah, I could try and fix comparison with this or judgment with this but that's not what it's about that's just how it's resonating it's no no no. got to go down to the root and where is this about me what is this telling me about me because if I'm not giving grace to others that's telling me I'm not giving grace to myself yes start there right and so all those things you just talked about resentment judgment Mm -hmm. unforgiveness you know what they become Meg they become a filter Mm. And all information that comes into your mind or goes out of your mind, out of your mouth, has to pass through that hurt filter. Yes. So And your lens of what you see. Absolutely. And what you look for. And, and so maybe your business partner just said what they said because they thought of it and they knew that was something you needed to accomplish today. Not like, oh, he's just trying to micromanage me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that hurt filter has uh, clogged up your perception of reality. Yes. Ooh, that's so good. I'm going to use that in coaching because... You need to wash that filter out. Yes. And how do you think... What's the best way to do that? Oh, well, the first thing you need to do is 
you know, I, I highly encourage taking a moral inventory, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, writing down some of the things that you don't like about yourself in terms of things that you need to change, right? Because mm-hmm. like we said at the beginning, starts with mindset. Yeah. And mindset starts with cleaning house, right? Cleaning up the hurt, whatever. Doing the work. Doing the work, honey. Mm-hmm. And writing down anybody that comes to your mind that you're mad at. You think about them and you just get mad. And I I want you to do something very intentional about every single person on that list. Say, I forgive this person for such and such. Mm -hmm. And then I want you to do something else. Pray a blessing over them Mm -hmm. every day for two weeks. Call me. And let me know how how you're thinking yeah, about that person. I bet person. you're going to feel better, you know. You're not going to be mad. I promise yeah. you, you cannot stay mad. We all get mm-hmm. mad, right? Mm-hmm. You know, especially as strong women, right? Yeah, right. If, exactly. If you, if you, and it takes up a lot of energy and, and you have to be intentional with where your energy goes. And it's like, if, if you want to be a boss babe in any, in any facet of your life, what I'm hearing and, and agreeing with, too, is you have to be um, very aligned with where your energy is going, right? We're making sure it's um, taken care of on the beginning of the day and with the mindset and everything. And then we're building other – we're spreading positive energy by not comparing ourselves into building up other people and being thankful, right? We're spreading positive energy. But on the other side of that, too, is I have to make sure that not a lot of my energy is being – occupied by resentment and non-forgiveness and anger, right? Because if you alleviated that, how much energy do you think you could put towards the other positive things that you could put out there? Because we are leaders. Yes. Maybe focus on your goals, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Shift that energy to what is working for you, what you want to accomplish, how you can help other people accomplish what they want to accomplish, you know? One of my sayings is every day presents itself new opportunities to practice forgiveness. Right? Yes, it is a practice. <laughs> it is. It is a daily practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we should be intentional about asking for forgiveness as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a situation a while back and a couple of my partners came to me and they they, they called me out for something. I was the villain. Mm-hmm. I was the villain. And I, I could have taken that um, opportunity and said, oh, but, but, but so-and-so did this or whatever. I'm, I'm the victim. Yeah. Right, right. I kind of gone from villain to victim. Mm-hmm. And I could have made excuses yeah. for my bad behavior. But you know what? And this is going to be really hard to say for some people. I said, thank you for holding me accountable Mm -hmm. for that mistake. I really appreciate that. And I won't make that mistake again. Mm -hmm. And if God puts good people in your life to speak into your blind side, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. In football, we we call it a blind side for a reason. You don't see that guy coming. I saw that movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great movie. It is actually really good. That was what? Old Miss or something? Um, it wasn't LSU. I know that. Yeah, no. Uh, I'll think of it in a second. Uh, it's it, he, yeah, Mississippi State. He went to Mississippi okay. State. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, Sandra Bullock. She did amazing in that movie. So you have to be intentional about your own accountability mm-hmm. to others. Yeah. And if someone calls you out, you can be the villain, or you can stay the villain. Mm -hmm. Everybody's a villain for a moment or two, right? I saw it as an opportunity 
to be teachable. Mm-hmm. And I went to one of the younger attorneys in the office and I said, hey, you know, let's talk about the situation. Uh, and, and I want to I want to use this as an opportunity for us both to grow. Yeah. And she really appreciated that. And, and in that moment, I believe that I demonstrated leadership because I said, you're going to have an opportunity in life where you're going to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. You are. And if you if you have someone that's good and caring and you know they have your best interest at heart and they call you out for garbage, right? Yes. Sometimes we, we – that mirror, you know, because our perspective gets so jaded, blinded, you know, the blind spot, right? There's people in our lives who, who, like you said, they have your best intention at heart. Listen to them. Don't let ego get in the way of, you know, you said it um, called me out for my bad behavior, right? Separating behavior from a person. Someone is saying, hey, you had some bad behavior, but they're not saying you're a bad person. Right. But a lot of times we kind of mix up the two and they get a little convoluted. Like, oh, somebody said I had bad behavior. That means I'm a bad person. I can't forgive myself. And then ego comes in and it's like, no, no, no. I'm the victim here, not the villain. Right. But that also takes a lot of introspection to get to that point of, oh, this is what I'm doing. Right. Because all it comes out is hurt feelings. And well, I didn't do that. This is somebody else's fault. Right. You know? And and you'll never get better that way. You'll never get better that way. You'll never grow Boss, that way. Boss, they move. You have to grow and want – teachable. Teachable. And I, I'm just I'm, – I'm eternally grateful for all the amazing people in my life. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, I tell my pastor, I say, look, you might have to take my Jesus T-shirt away from me occasionally. <laughs> but please give it back. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll take it back now, please. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, look. I'm not Sister Seat Saber, right? <laughs> <laughs> or you, you've got the purse and the Bible and yeah. the, the sweater and you, the, saving this you, you know. But but I I, I try to be. I want to I want to live an authentic life. I want to own my mistakes. Mm-hmm. I want every day to be an opportunity to grow. Mm-hmm. I never want to stop mastering my skill. Mm-hmm. And I really think those are not only the key elements for being a boss babe, but also a great business owner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the humility starts with you. Mm-hmm. If you want to lead that team over the hill and you don't take ownership of things that go wrong, they will never respect and mm-hmm. follow you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not being afraid of, of responsibility, especially as leaders, you know. Um, I, I may have said this on the podcast before, and I don't know if you and I have talked about it, but one of my, I think, does it come from Brene Brown? Um, no. John Maxwell, maybe. I, I can't remember. Um, maybe One of those good quotes. Maybe out there. it's Zig Ziglar. I don't know. Right. <laughs> but responsibility has nothing to do with blame, but we associate the two very much together. If I'm taking responsibility, that means I'm to blame. But responsibility has nothing to do with blame. Really, responsibility means that I have the ability to change the situation. That's what responsibility is. So if you say, well, I don't want the responsibility for this because I associate it with blame, then that means you are also giving away your power to to change the situation. Whereas if you can actually accept responsibility, not blame, um, or not be hurt by blame, um, then yes, I can take this as an opportunity to 
uh, not do this again. Thanks for bringing this to my attention. Thanks for keeping me accountable. I'm not going to do this in the future. I have learned from this because I'm teachable. And that is a boss babe move. Yeah. And I mean, you know, sometimes I get it. I I don't, I I say I was genetically born without a filter, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I might say something stupid Mm -hmm. and, 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 and it's okay if you, if you make a mistake, like you said, there's a difference between behavior mm-hmm. and character, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you want to grow your character, own your bad behavior. Yes. <laughs> so, And then also, if you want to develop your character, um, you know, appreciate and have gratitude for your good behavior, right? That going, oh, going back to that, like, hey, I'm really proud of myself for this. You know? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, in fact, I was reflecting this morning. I was praying and I was thinking, sometimes I don't do that enough. Mm-hmm. Recognizing the good choices that I've made yeah. all these years, you know, staying faithful to a man for 23 years, being a volunteer sign language interpreter. I was going to say, we haven't even talked about the fact you know sign language and you sign for church every Sunday. Every Sunday for more than 25 years. Yeah, I love it. It's so much fun. You can follow me on Facebook, Deborah Crane. And yeah, we have a pretty good audience, both deaf and hearing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, absolutely. I I love all those things. It's Mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. And being proud of yourself. And, and here's the thing, because it really does always come back to mindset and self, Um, you know, because if you take that time and, and you don't associate, you know, some, someone said, something about bad behavior or I recognize behavior. And if you don't associate that with your character and then if you do acknowledge all the good, amazing things about yourself and you're proud, you won't need to compare yourself to other people. You won't need to be judgmental. You right. won't have a problem forgiving other people if you can really truly forgive yourself. And, and it's hard. I, it's hard. That, that is hard. probably the hardest thing for me sometimes mm-hmm. because I hold myself to a very high standard mm-hmm. Um, you know, I say in the office to the law clerks, excellence is the only standard. Excellence or best. Sounds yes. like a T-shirt. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> or there, a hat. <laughs> there's a little bit of a joke going on in the office. They say I'm the best and the worst to work for. <laughs> but, yeah, it's because I'm like, guys, this this you could have done better on this project. Here's mm-hmm. here's how you need to improve. Mm-hmm. And I hold them accountable to that. So if I'm that hard on you know the people that work for me and I'm teaching them to be mm-hmm. great lawyers because I'm like, you know, being an okay lawyer is not okay. It's just not okay with me. Mm-hmm. You want to work on my stuff? Excellence every time, right? Mm-hmm. And so because I hold myself to that standard, ouch, Yeah. when I make a mistake, I just go into, I can spiral into a little bit of self-loathing if yes. I'm honest, yeah. right? It's very easy to do. Overcoming perfection, perfectionism, I guess, um, is definitely one of my lessons of the last couple of years and letting that go and not freaking out when you have a typo in a slide. You know, right? it's like, okay, um, it's fine. Right. <laughs> Breathe. <laughs> right. And, and, and it, it is hard, but, you know, it's something that it's also, if, in my mind, it's kind of a, like a, a little bit of a pride thing as well. Because mm-hmm. if I believe God can forgive me, but I can't forgive myself, am I better than God? Mm, so That's a definitely a... Uh, um, mindset yes you know yes that was an aha moment i I had why can't you forgive yourself right you know why can't i and also why do you expect other people to forgive you if you can't even forgive you You right it's like oh 
maybe it does start with me, you know? Right. And, and, and so when my husband reminds me, he says, hey, it's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Be nice to yourself. Yeah. I, I, I really appreciate just those simple words of speaking life. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's what we kind of started out with, you know, speaking those words mm-hmm. of life. And I want, you know, our listeners today to really just surround themselves with the words they want to speak over other people and yeah. the words they want to speak over themselves yes. on the fridge, by the bed, on the mirror, on the right. desk, yes. in the car, in the planner, <laughs> pops up on your phone. Yeah, everything. And sometimes it really does take constant reminders, right? There's even apps for that, which I love. I love the I am app because you can even type in your own mantra and it pops up whenever you want it to. Um, because, you know, I, and, and we can kind of end on this because, you know, we've been talking about are you the victim? Are you the villain? And when it comes to your life and really curating the life of a boss babe, um, it's really about not being the victim or the villain. It's the fact that you're the author. So it's what do you what do you want for your life? Do you want to be nice to yourself? Then be nice to yourself. If you want to forgive yourself, then forgive yourself and and work on those things. But you can create any life that you you want. You are the author of your own life. Whatever you want your story to be, I want to be someone who forgives other people. Then write that. You know, absolutely, and, and speak it. Mm-hmm. Because yes. uh, you know, I didn't tell you the the, the beginning part of my story mm-hmm. when I I was married at eighteen. Mm-hmm. I had my oldest daughter at twenty, and my uh, ex husband and I split up at twenty two. We were just babies. Yeah, but you know what? Here's here's some powerful words for someone out there who really needs to hear this. I would say that every single day I forgive him. Mm-hmm. I forgive him. I forgive him. And he's he's really one of my best friends to this day. Mm-hmm. We're all one big family. He and his extended family, we've stayed one big family. Mm-hmm. And it started with my words came mm-hmm. first. Yeah. And then my feelings caught up to me. Right. It it doesn't always feel authentic at first almost because it's like I'm trying really hard to forgive, you right. know, or, or anything. Um, you can even a positive affirmation about yourself. It's like I don't feel the connection to this yet. But if you practice it and if you decide, no, this is what I am writing for myself. This is I'm authoring this into my life. Forgiveness so hard. Um, but if you stay committed to it, I think you use the word consistent consistency yes consistency you will start to see your story unfold absolutely the way you want it to and i'm so thankful for that Mm -hmm. to have a positive relationship with my ex-husband yes that's amazing and i'm sure really great for your your daughter absolutely and and the whole family you know absolutely we we still have birthday parties i just texted him the other day love him so much and i'm so thankful for all of those people Mm -hmm. in my life and it starts, obviously, with the right mindset. It does. And, and I love that. And we'll tie it with that little bow of gratitude on the top. Because Absolutely. that was definitely a recurring theme for being a boss babe. So thank you so much for, for being on the show. And I definitely would love to have you back. And um, I know uh, listeners are going to definitely want to connect with you more. How can they find you? Uh, handles, all that. Facebook is... 
Deborah Crane. Sure. Yes. And then my email, dcrane at kmd.law. Mm-hmm. And uh, on TikTok, I'm the pitch person. We didn't even get to talk about that. <laughs> I know. I know. We definitely have to come back on because we have to talk about your TikTok. I will. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're working on my TikTok game now. I'm getting hiring some younger people to help me with that. You know, they're all the a smart nice, ones. A nice 20-year-old. You know? 20, 20 year olds are brilliant at TikTok. Honestly. And they can do it so fast. They're awesome. They're yes. just amazing. And don't mm-hmm. say you, you don't have a TikTok. Don't wear it as a badge of honor. Just <laughs> It just means we're old, right? <laughs> outsource, right? If it's not in your zone of genius, that's what boss babes do. We outsource. <laughs> Absolutely. And of course, I'm on LinkedIn. You can look for uh, Carney McWilliams and Davis. Mm-hmm. Find me there. And, and if you... If you need Deborah to come, you know, show up for you, give her a call. I will personally vouch for that. Like you are just uh, a, a dream and energy, just a fierce role model, leader, just amazing, um, uh, amazing person too. But Deborah will get the job done. So <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, I love. I want to make your business successful. That yes. is my heart, my passion. Good. So let's do it. Let's do it. it. You heard her. Give her a call. Yes. So, well, um, thank you for tuning in. And, um, you know, Deborah and I both believe clearly, as you can tell from our podcast, that you can create your life and you can create your fate. And if we could leave you with just one thing, it's this. Expect, Expect good, good things, things always. always. And, and they will They happen. absolutely will happen. Absolutely. And not just great good things. things. Great things. Because excellence is the standard. Excellence. <laughs> yes. Um, expect amazing great things and they will happen. So thank Thank you, and we will see you all next time.